Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to another episode of Perfect Voices Podcast. Uh, Three in the building. Let's go. Uh, Misha's out. She's uh, overcoming uh, mouth surgery. She got some surgery on that mouth. Fade. <laughs> Shout out to our girl, man. Hope she's doing okay. Uh, we got a girl, Steph, in the building. Hello. Got our boy Jordan in the building. Yes, sir. And you have your humble, highly favorite host, Jay, in the building. Back for what episode number? 53? 54? Something like 50, that. We lost 53. track after we were taking our small sabbaticals. Y'all know me. Um, I would like to take a shot at Misha because, uh, Although she will not be on the pod, it did not stop her from going hard on the karaoke all weekend. So, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, bro, you know, that's funny very convenient how the mouth surgery is, uh, stopping her from, uh, <laughs> hanging out with us. But, uh, I digress. No, but yesterday we were out too and we were doing karaoke and she was like, hey, I'm not going to go up this round. And I was like, why? She was like, my mouth is swollen. And she was really. <laughs> She really like been she, going hard. She been getting like touched too like, by like, like she forgot the first four times. Yeah, <laughs> I was making fun of her yesterday. I said, "You look like you're finna. You look like you're dipping, and you look like you're finna give us a mean spit right now to a random <laughs> couple of, with, with, with napkins. <laughs> you look like you're finna give us a mean." <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, episode also, three. Speaking of Mish, hit up Mish on Twitter and which one got it? Instagram. Jade OF underscore if you want the stickers. Two dollars a pop. Hitting her. Our uh, stickers. All love, Jay. Go uh, check out our new link tree so you can get linked in with us. Um, to get you everywhere you need to be to experience the Imperfect Voices podcast. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our YouTube channel, um, our Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Be on the lookout for more YouTube videos. And content from us definitely gonna be pumping some more out pretty soon. If y'all um, hit us up and let us know, we can actually just um, link Misha's OnlyFans right at the top. So. <laughs> Shout out to you! <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Great. I'm now finally rested after a weekend full of shit. Mm. Talk about it now. What about you? Um, no, it wasn't nothing. Um, um, I decided I wanted to get back to the money, so corporate America has pulled me back in. 
And oh, then uh, what did I say the other day? Capitalism got you by the neck. <laughs> by the fucking neck, bitch! I need some money. Um, what? What? That last like a week? Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, like eight days. <laughs> like most of us. Like most of us. There's no way I would not. I don't know. I, I, I ain't spending it yet. I spent so much money while I was fucking off. I was like, "Hey, it's lit. Let's fucking live it up." <laughs> <laughs> YOLO literally <laughs> for um, seven days Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time I spent time with family and yeah it was cool it was chill um, and now I'm back to back to work making this fucking money y'all don't sleep on me and um, then after I was done I went to go spend some time with my friend from the Imperfect Voices podcast um, mine is Jordan for some reason, but we'll talk about that later. Um, mine is me. In town. So that was nice. What about you, Jay? What did you do? do you, how are you feeling? Good. Chill with friends, chill with family. Um, actually got to enjoy a two-day weekend, which is kind of rare in my line of work. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I kind of like don't know what to do with days like these, you know? Yeah. What do I do with my hands? But you know, getting stuff ready for the Vegas trip for the birthday trip in January. We're gonna have to do we're gonna have to podcast from Vegas. I feel like we need to. Just we're gonna be so fucking drunk. <laughs> just for the aesthetic, you know. I think that'd be it's gonna be terrible for the brand, but great content. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> but you know what? We can all pod hungover in our own hotel rooms. We can do that. I'm. I'm. I'm never mm. over my life. Never will be. You never hung been hung over. Never. That's the goal. That's the goal for Vegas. Y'all heard it here first. No, that's how you know Jay don't go hard. Jay, Jay just be never chilling. At all. I don't. No, sure don't. And who gonna fight me? Who? <laughs> no one. We're living. We're living. Enough of us to fight. I am too. To I am too. I just know my limits. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't know you're so you don't know. only in drinking or what <laughs> yeah exactly that too only in drinking all right whatever jay i'm gonna I'm teach you how to send it <laughs> anyways it is america's birthday yesterday happy birthday america yeah land of the free 200 and 56, something like that. I don't know. The best no, I country. thought America was 2021. Oh, please oh. tell me you're kidding. It was a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest country in the world. The greatest country in the world, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, all right. I wish uh, Misha was here to back me up so I could talk shit about this fucking country, but you know what? Let's keep it rolling. You know you can, right? You all, can all right, you do all right, Steph. Give us your um your country power rankings. Go. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, she's an Ariana Grande fan, so you know she hates America too. Yes, so it's uh, North Korea, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, North Korea, Russia, China, <laughs> China, China. <laughs> China. Hey, name all communist countries. Hell like yeah. the FBI after us for real. Yugoslavia. <laughs> and then, of course, Iceland. <laughs> yeah. So beautiful over there. <laughs> Icy gang. Shout out, sweetie. Yeah. Icy gang. Oh, 1017. 
and then it's Canada, Mexico, then America. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, yeah. America is terribly flawed. At the same time, we're pretty Thank great. Yes, me. Pretty great. Yeah. I think the the fact that we have so much freedom, you know, like there's just so much going on and we have all these local, um, you know, governments and things like that that are keeping, you know, things lower level. That's cool. Um, And I think the fact that like sometimes some people can live in places where they really enjoy it, um, mostly white people. um, Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. We can move where we want, like, um, like to a certain extent, like change happens like every few years whether that's the exact change we want like every four years we got a new president if we want you know and mayors and school boards like there's a lot of places where like how it there's a lot of places where how it is is how it is you know no matter how long it took for you know um you know certain types of freedoms you know um they happen for the most part you know so maybe slower than we like but I mean, we're able to identify things and for the most part, you know, make a substantial, you know, at least, um, you know, minute difference. So I think that's a really cool thing about where we live, where a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we like that one. Uh, not the worst. <laughs> Pretty much. I think that's I mean, one of those things saying that, like, that's why voting is so important, especially in your local elections. Like, I mean, it's really hard to sway a vote um, away from, like, Democratic or Republican parties, like, in a presidency. But, like, Mm. local elections, most people um, are, like, nonpartisan. Like, are they, like, at least, like, claim to be nonpartisan so that they can be, like, I give a fuck about what the people want, regardless of what what side of the fence we're sitting on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, local representatives, like, a lot of those people are, like, people you live right next to, you know? Like people yeah. that are legit, like their kids go to school, like with your, your brothers and, and stuff. stuff like that. Yeah. Like those, like they're they're actually people like doing the work. Uh, shout out like Hector Sabido, who's on one of the uh, representatives in, yeah. you know, um, in Waco, who you know was basically, you know, you see him all the time. He goes to church for like my dad and everything. Like yeah. these are like people that are like really doing the the legwork, um, oh, yeah. you know, on these on these <laughs> local levels, and they 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 legit really care about where they come from. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the same thing with, like, Kelly Palmer. Like, she's the district representative in um, District 4, and she's, like, the only person that is uh, just going against the grain for everybody on city council. And she's, like, advocating for, like, a $15 minimum wage in Waco. And, like, she's obviously starting, like, in in places where no one's ever really touched because, obviously, it doesn't seem to matter to people who make, you know, in, like a solid you know middle class pay in Waco aka most people that sit on the board which now it's changing because we have a lot of new board members now so yeah shout out to them um so and you know we have a national anthem that's trash so I asked the guys for our question of the day what song would y'all rather have as a national anthem instead of the one that we currently have um, Go. Shoot. My <sighs> neck, my back by police. <laughs> I'm going like this. <laughs> no, you know, international players anthem. Like, could you imagine if everybody in the world, or well, not in the world, but 
Yeah, in the world when we went in the when we started skunking boys in the Olympics this year. Oh yeah. Which we shouldn't even be having, but you know that's a whole different story. But yeah, just imagine, imagine someone going up there for the gold medal, and all you hear is, "I typed a text to a girl I used to see." Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, but let's think about let's think about it this way though. You, we gonna have different people singing that. Yeah, yeah. At the at the, uh, at the little the football games and stuff like that. All I right, love- and now uh, Fergie up here to sing the. National oh God! Top match hoes get the most, not the least. We'd have way too many people butchering that song. I think we'd we'd get mad. Yeah. I, I think I think one underrated song. I mean not underrated, but Don't Stop Believing. That's a good one. Don't stop believing. What about I don't know kind of sticking with um, kind of the America theme, though. What about America the Beautiful, though? Okay, right. so you're trying to stay, like, patriotic. Well, I mean, I'm just saying if we stayed, I mean, I'm, it's great to have fun with it, but, like, that song's, like, from what I understand, not really crazy controversial, uh, is it? No. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. I like from the, 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 the from She to Shining Sea song, too. Mar- what, who is it? Marvin Gaye that gave the best ever national anthem, or was it Star Spangled Banner? Which one do at the? Uh, oh yes, at the All Star Game. Yeah, eighties. Oh, uh, that was Marvin Gaye. That was, but what was was he singing national anthem or or? I don't remember. I remember. I remember. I can see it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh snap! What about um, living in America? Oh my yeah, god! <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he did sing. Uh, go, go. You look it up on YouTube. Marvin Gaye, uh, nineteen ninety three national anthem, All Star Game. It was amazing. The best redemption of the national anthem ever done. Man. He made that much. He made. You could make love to that song to the way he did it. Oh my god! Only Marvin Gaye. Only Marvin. Mm-hmm. Gaye. Literally, uh, what's another one? Um, um, let me see. Not every buck. Oh yeah, yeah. We not getting in buck and in ready. That'd be like more like a war song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when we go when we taking the battle. Yeah, we're sending the troops off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then the troops off to that. Or I, swear, be... I don't know the next part of that line. I just know I get hype every time I come on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, something like that. You know, know we from Texas, so we gotta say wouldn't be a baller. June twenty seventh. The good one. Mo City, Mo City Dawn freestyle. Mo City Dawn's fire. <laughs> That'll get that'll get the uh, troops going. Mostly done. Don't let the man get no lift. 
any singing songs though? Can y'all think of any other like singing songs that y'all y'all do? Uh, Selena. Anything by Selena. I'm dead. In Spanish, <laughs> yep. Okay. Come on up, bro. <laughs> uh, anything by Bad Bunny. Literally anything. You pick it. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, Miley Cyrus party in the USA. Did you see how many? Like, did you see her freaking her streams this week? No, I didn't. I didn't see it. It was probably it was like probably crazy. Keep on talking. I'll pull it up real quick. I don't know, but what I what what I read, she she hates that song, but it's like her biggest like hit. Party in the USA. Yeah, she doesn't like the song, but it's like her biggest hit. Or she's tired of the song, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm tired of it, especially when everybody be singing it. Fucking true love. She she gained ninety three hundred thousand streams on Spotify, six hundred thousand views on YouTube, and it peaked. It repeaked at number twenty five on iTunes, (laughs) on Apple Music. She's (laughs) never living that song down, bro. (laughs) Song's been released twelve years ago, and it shot up two hundred (laughs) fifty (laughs) percent. I'm telling you, it's 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 a party in the USA. It's pretty um, prepackaged, pretty close to being the um, you know unofficial national anthem at this point. Given it always spikes during like Fourth of July, we're all Kanye fans. What Kanye fan could be the uh, what Kanye song could be the national anthem? Power. Mm, I was thinking power, but I don't know. It's not very. Patriotic. I know he's got something better. Yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily have to be patriotic, but you know, something I feel like could fit a little better. Oh no, how like how mad would people be if we really tried to start a petition to change the national anthem? Like, oh, I'm sure people do it all the time. White people be like crazy mad, but I mean, I don't think it's, it's obviously a joke. Like, you know, because our national anthem don't slap though, for real. Because no, no. No, um, like, but I mean, is it supposed to slap? Like, that's the thing. Yeah, like, one from Mexico slaps. Every time we watch a boxing match, I just wait for the Mexican national anthem. Way more than the American national anthem. I don't know the song, the word lyrics, but, you know, it's my jam. I like it. Probably rooted in racism. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell me nothing would be literally the perfect yeah, national song for America. <laughs> I don't think you could get more American than the song called "Can't Tell Me Nothing." Mm-hmm. Wait till I get my money right. Wait till I Oops. get my money right. Or, oh, who's gonna stop us, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's gonna stop me? I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent it on a necklace. Woo! I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. Mother the day of the day. Ray. Uh, is that it? Is that all the songs for you? That's all I got, man. That's all I got. Yeah, I was supposed to have that. It's like you were going to have a whole playlist or something. I know. That's what I said. I thought I, I thought I was. But, you know, I got caught up in having to work. Mm, having a life. Making money. Spending time with my family. Mm. Mm. 
Mm, Something y'all brokies wouldn't know about. Amazing. Hey, yeah, I'm broke. Y'all, y'all hear that? I'm broke. I ain't got no money. Really, I was was talking about some listeners, but you're right. You're right. (laughs) There is no reason to ever jack me. I am broke. If you ever see me wearing anything nice, it's fake. You can go buy the same thing at the flea market. I guarantee it. Jacob because got like four jobs, bro. He, he got to let him lie to you. Allegedly, I have no jobs. <laughs> this man is saving up to be the best husband to someone. That's facts. Aww. He crazy though, so don't don't fuck with him. <laughs> oh God, whatever, whatever. Don't be a hater. I'm looking at these prices on the, on these uh, uh, first class flights to Las Vegas. So yeah, I'm oh broke. yeah, he broke. <laughs> Broke, broke. <laughs> so we kind of got to start off the podcast about sports this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot. Shakira, man. She was going to be in the Olympics, but then she got high. Then she got high. Oh, God. She was going to run the how many meters? 100. 100 meters, but then she got high. Then she got high. As y'all all saw, she got popped for smoking the weed. <laughs> after what was it? After the uh, after her trials? Um, yeah, I suppose. I don't know when they tested her, but yeah, it came out after the Olympic trials. She had because she had um, qualified. And stories like this make people make me realize how dumb people are. Because like. The Olympics is a worldwide event, <laughs> and people are getting upset at America and America's laws. Like, bro, the, <laughs> you realize this is bigger than America, fam, right? Definitely bigger than America, but I think it was the American Olympic Committee that suspended her. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the part of it that, you know, right. she's that, that has to take liability for her and its athletes, you know? Right. And I'm not, I mean... I don't know, man. I I um I feel for her because I mean, you know, just after hearing the story and everything, and at the end of the day, she's not hurting anybody. It didn't give her an unfair advantage, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing if you're taking performance and having drugs. Yes, absolutely, whatever. Um, but something like this, like, all right, maybe a slap on the wrist, you know, type of thing. But you know. She's going to miss her main event. I think she's going to be able to still, because she, she accepted the the suspension. She, um, she's not going to be in the Olympics. No, no, no. I think she's um, her suspension will be lifted in time for her to um, compete in the, in the relay events. Yeah. If, I, I'm not sure if, if they would still let her, but based on her suspension, she would still be able to qualify to, or basically be able to run in that. I don't even know if that's her one of her events, but Anyways, I I don't know. It's it's silly, like, but I mean I don't know. I mean Jay, you did send this to us that um, uh, Stephen Jackson was saying that players should boycott. <laughs> That's a little far, bro. Like, mm. I get it. At the end of the day, like she was willing to take her punishment, you yeah. know, and you know live with the consequences. You know, like mm. I'm sure Shakari Richardson would not be down for everybody spoiling their chances for something they've trained on for her decision. I feel like I would feel really guilty, you know, although it's, on top of that, on top although of that, it's a BS rule. Years, bro. If you, What's that? They're training for four years out yeah, of I mean, four years, sometimes even longer, just for one chance. Exactly. You know, like, to perform in front once of that one chance is done, like, you don't know if you'll make it the next year. It's not like, 
all right, like you see, you know, boycotts in like football or basketball or baseball or something else like mm-hmm. that. You know, like they play that sport year round, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like there's multiple games. You could boycott one game and still have 70 more games all around the corner. Like you boycott your event. Like the U.S. is just going to find the very next person to fill in your spot. That event's going to go on like you were never there and no one's ever going to blink an eye. Like, I get it, but I think this is something like a, a further conversation to maybe have not during the actual Olympics, you know, <laughs> like, you know, petitions and other things like that in order for them to change this rule. But I don't think a boycott's the way to get it done because the games are going to go on with or without you. Like, it's not like like China's going to, you know, or Jamaica's not going to, you know, compete because because of this or something like that, you know? Like, it's going to keep going. I mean, and shout out to her. Like you said, you know, she took 100% responsibility for it. She knew she was in the wrong. And this is just one of those situations where, like, two things can be right. And yeah. it's really, it's it's tough to uh, talk to people about it sometimes. Because Yeah, I mean, I mean, although I don't agree with it, like, she knew <laughs> what the consequences were, and she accepted the consequences. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Like, do I think it should be wrong? No. Do I think... That, that players and athletes should be able to smoke weed, especially to help with their their Recovery. mental and physical pain and such like that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because it's not hurting anybody. You yeah. know, that's your own decision. It's not like like a lot of the leagues, Steph, I don't know if you know this, but I know, Jay, you do. Mm-hmm. A lot of the leagues have like not necessarily like allowed it, but have stopped testing for it. You yeah. know, they're like, hey, we're not saying, hey, go do it because we still have to do studies. We don't you know, want to really encourage it at this point. But we're just not going to test you for it. Yeah, a couple so years ago, like, yeah, that uh, a couple years I was telling people that mm, baseball and hockey were the only sports that didn't test for marijuana. Yeah. Do with do with that information what you will. But, <laughs> but, but I, I believe that's changed now. Yeah, now um, it's changed where football players aren't getting tested for it, and basketball players aren't either. Yeah, they're they're basically like, all right. At this point, like it's just hurting, you know. Like it's mm-hmm. we have the inf- we have the information. Like, what is what is the point in, in continuing to lend towards the stigma of something that's actually has a lot of benefits, you know? So, I mean, at the very least, don't test for it. Like, you don't got to say, "Hey, we we fully endorse this," and no. You know, we're the official sponsors. Or, you know, the, you know, you ain't got to do all that, but at least just don't test for it because it's it's not. You know, it's way better than half the stuff that they want these players to put in their bodies um, to deal with like pain and um, anxiety and other things like that. But players in the NFL were like, "Dude, if you fail a drug test, you really have something wrong with you," because they knew exactly when the drug tests were like. I mean, after a player has a big game, they test them, of course. You know, <laughs> some random player goes out there, starts balling, now they get a random test. But for the most part, like, you know exactly when your test dates were coming up. Yeah, for a while, they weren't. Pop. Yeah, like, that's one thing the NFL was doing to kind of get around it, is they were telling players way before they were getting tested. Um, they were basically like, hey, issues. you got a you gotta test coming up. <laughs> uh, so do whatever you got to do to get to click to be clean. Yeah. Um, like they weren't trying to, you know, get their players suspended. They were just like, Hey, we got to test for it, whatever. We'll tell you guys whenever the test's coming. Now they're not even testing for it. Cause it's like, 
you know, performance enhancing drugs are way worse and those are actually hurting your league as opposed to marijuana that people are probably smoking in the comfort of their own home. Like it's not it's one thing I think if a player's up on stage high, which I mean I don't think I've ever seen. Um you know, like these are professionals. Like they're they know how to take care of their business. And the billionaire yeah. owners the Swedes are doing way harder drugs than the, than weed. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say, like, do you think that um so I obviously they do random drug tests and so like do you think Shikari like whenever she you think she's like a frequent smoker and so like that's why it was like still in her system or she smoked like recently days before and that's she, why she didn't exactly mention it but she had said that because uh, I don't know if you saw this like the reasoning that she basically said that she had smoked because her um, mom passed away yeah she had learned basically a reporter had told her um during an interview like she had no idea that her biological mother had passed away and oh she my said gosh. That, was, that was a lot of um like kind of it was it was very sudden, but also it was like she was having to try to put on a brave face yeah. in a time mm-hmm. where she so she was really kind of using it to self medicate in a way yeah. um to kind of you know hide kind of her pain, which is so sad mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I mean, I don't know if she's she does it regularly, but she didn't break any any laws like it was I think in Oregon, which it, it's legal yeah. um like it, it basically was just against their rules. I, I'm sure she knew it because she didn't seem like she was very disappointed. It was mm-hmm. one of those things where it was like, you know, you got I felt like that's what I needed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure she knew. Like, this is. Like, I'm sure she had people around her telling her, "Hey, this is the process. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do that." Like, she did not seem devastated at all. She seemed like she had bigger things to worry about which is it's kind of nice to see when a player's because they put their whole life into this but she mm-hmm. didn't seem like she seemed like hey my life's gonna go on i'm gonna be okay she handled it with a lot of grace that you don't really see out of a lot of yeah people in general um yeah. let alone someone that had been through so much not not a lot of resentment that was being shown by her no no absolutely not she accepted her apology i mean she accepted her punishment she apologized to people that were looking up to her um she she told the story even even then like talking about her mom she didn't bring that up like i watched the good morning america interview yeah the and i for, i'm not really up to date on the host or anything on good morning america but basically she had said hey i had learned something and she basically was very vague about it and it wasn't until they asked her but you had learned about your mom right and then that's when she brought it up yes you know that was what i was going through but it wasn't yeah. even like she was trying to use that as an excuse like until they said it, she wasn't even gonna bring it up in the interview. And there's some kind of weird family dynamic there going on too, because they kept on saying her biological mom, right? Which makes it sound like she's adopted or yeah. Well, so I feel like this is a whole she, other like to her whole situation. She said she likes um, owes a lot to her grandma and stuff. So like maybe something was going on with her mom, and she lived with her grandma her whole life and something like that. Yeah, yeah, and she and she kept calling it like her biological mom, so. Like, someone that probably wasn't in her life, but still, like, it, it impacts you, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's people that you probably haven't seen in years, but, you know, if you learn that they pass away, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, dang, you know? it. That one at the for very love. least, it's distracting, you know? Yeah, that one for love, that one for attention and stuff, you know? Yeah. 
All right, so big news broke this week as well. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought he was finished when he got that SMR? Y'all thought it was rented? That boy Bill Cosby back home, yo. How y'all feeling? I, don't know how... <laughs> I had no idea. I thought this year was already crazy as it was. You know, the freaking Gulf of Mexico was on fire. Uh, Everything. <laughs> COVID and everything. Bill Cosby is back on the loose. Mm-hmm. As much as on the loose means, you know, like he's old. He ain't, he ain't moving far. Take, take that for what you will, on the loose. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he back outside, back outside, back back outside, back outside. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, I think Jordan he had some information on what exactly happened because, of course, like ninety percent of everybody else, I just read the headline. Yeah, I looked into it. Like it's a it's a lot. Um, the old dirty. For the people. most part, like. For lack of a better word, which I mean, there are better words, but I'm just I'm not a um, law major or anything like that. Um, for the most part, is a technicality. Um, they used um, a statement from a civil case, in which case um, he basically admitted to giving women drugs, right? Um, not not drugging women or anything like that. Basically, admitted to giving women drugs. Um, then they used this statement, which really wasn't supposed to be used, but they used this statement later on in the criminal case. Once um, a few women had come out, basically stating that he had, you know, raped them or you know, everything like that. And they used that statement to basically prove their statement of he had given them drugs. So they were like, okay, if he gave them drugs, the jury used, okay, so obviously he gave them drugs, so the rest of it must be true, too, for the most. That's kind of like a a summary of it. But anyways, um, given the nature of which the statement was given during a civil case, in which case it's not supposed to be able to be used later on in other uh, proceedings, um, like... They they went back and they were after it was appealed and said um, it was used illegally. It could not be used in order to. Basically, that was the primary evidence in order to convict them. They didn't have anything else. Mm-hmm. They had no other evidence in order to convict him other than his statement there. So given that uh, he was convicted, which he wasn't convicted of like rape or anything. I think he was. I can't remember exactly. It was like indecent assault or something else like that. They got him for something like that. Um, but since that was the primary use of e- primary evidence that they had, they had to basically release him because that evidence wasn't supposed to be able to be used. Um, so now he's out. So they used it for a cheap victory. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Um, How long was he locked up? Like third, two years? A couple of years. I don't remember exactly. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, although I do think he's guilty, um, way too much smoke for there not to be some fire there. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, like, he's 83 years old. Like, it's, I, don't, I, I don't think he's very much risk of anyone else. Um, like, 
Now it's it's you know like if you do something bad, you know I think you do deserve the consequences that come with it. And one of the consequences would be the sully of your bad your good name. And I think at the very end of the day, his name has been sullied to where um, people are going to think of this when they think of Bill Cosby from now on. Um, so, so what do you think about Miss Rashad's comments, his former co-worker? She uh, held it down, bro. Like, And she was right at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, she believed he was innocent, which is fine. You know, you're, you're free to believe what you, you want to believe. But um, basically she was, he was unjustly convicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end of the day, if you believe in, um, the, the judge- if you believe in justice, yeah. <laughs> then you believe that no matter if you feel somebody is guilty, they need to be put away the right way. Like you yeah. can't try to, you know, Manip- look, just like, just like the whole OJ case, right? Like mm-hmm. it seemed like the LAPD mm-hmm. was trying to frame him. Because they thought he was guilty, right? Yeah. Guilty mm-hmm. or not, you can't try to, you know, plant evidence or tamper with evidence or, you know, not do things the right way. There is a a justice system for a reason. There is a due process for a reason. And if you try to cheat that, like, you're just as wrong. I'm probably not just as wrong, but you're wrong too, you know? And if someone gets convicted because of that and it comes out later that you didn't do things the right way, then that person deserves to be free. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at. And I doubt they're going to try to pull this, you know, I, I'm sure some will, but I just don't think that another, you know, I don't think someone's going to try to take this case up again. You know, it's just, it's a lot. And like, like it was mentioned before, they didn't have any evidence, you know, there wasn't enough evidence to convict him. If they did not have that statement, they wouldn't have been able to convict him. Yeah, because um, no one else is going to take this case because you don't have enough to get a conviction. You, yeah, you can get a civil case, which I'm pretty sure I think he was. Civil case is easy, you know, for the most part. It just has to be more likely than not yeah. that you're guilty. You can win a civil case, um, but as far as any criminal cases, you're not going to get that. You just don't have enough. So he got let off and charges dropped. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, I wouldn't say charges dropped because I guess it is charges dropped, but I mean, he's been convicted, right? So basically you've served your time and now you're out, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not sure if charges were dropped in which case they wouldn't be on his record, but yeah, like, but I, he definitely pretty, doesn't have to go back to jail. He does not have to go back to jail. <laughs> He's 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 free, and this is done with. Wow. But yeah, you're you're probably right. Now that you now now that you mentioned, I think charges are dropped because um, they didn't get a. I mean, basically, they did it the wrong way, so it's it's done for. They they got over on a cheap victory. What do you think, Steph? I mean, I think that really sucks for his victims, for sure. Because it's one of those things that, like, you hear often, like, rape victims are so scared to come out and even tell their side of the story because they're scared that their rapist isn't going to get convicted, especially whenever it's someone who is... um, In power, like... like, Yeah. High profile. Yeah, high profile. Um, And so 
it was such a big win for them at the time when he did go. And then I don't, I don't know. I mean, they were saying like he had a lot of people on his list, but they were saying oh, yeah. that there could have been more people that didn't come forward that were still scared, or you know this and that. Mm-hmm. And then this is just another reason why, you know, and that that sucks because this it all boils down to justice system. Like they did that shit wrong, and now all these people have to be like, fuck, like he's out. But I agree with Jordan. Like he's old as fuck. Like I don't think he's he's able to harm anyone anymore, and or that's the hope, you know, and. Yeah. But him being out right now, like scot free, he gets to just live a regular, normal life. Like, that's kind of crazy. That's a crazy idea. Yeah, to go from, I mean, and like like I said, he's it's it's a, it's going to be a stain on him for the rest of his life, however long. Oh that yeah, is you know. But there's still people out there like his coworker that believes that he's innocent and he's going to still be able to li- like live a comfortable like you know comfortable ish life obviously he might not go into public too often now but he's gonna still have social life he's not gonna be like fucking i don't know like if like in in the case that like one of us did something and we're over here like that don't sound like him i don't think he did it but like multiple people are coming out saying like one of y'all did something like you know y'all could if if y'all were in his space and y'all come out and we continue to think like no nah, he didn't do nothing we're gonna sit here and continue to live life with you you know obviously it's not the same caliber because like you're not as big as him and not a bunch of people know but it might make some big papers and then people are gonna be like jordan or you know jay jay and people will know about you, you know, your face is still going to be painted if you were to ever, like, go out and someone recognize you, but it wouldn't change, like, you having family or friends that are like, no, he didn't do that, we didn't feel that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He took to Twitter afterwards and said, I've never changed my stance nor my story. I've always maintained my innocence. Thank you to all my fans, supporters, and friends who stood by me through this ordeal. Special thanks to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court for upholding the rule of all. Hashtag Bill Cosby. Of course, I bet you are very thankful of Pennsylvania Supreme Court. <laughs> he was in there riding away, bro, as you should, and well deservedly so. But now you are free to walk because of a technicality. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So I saw this one tweet 
there was a couple other interesting stories that dropped the same day as this whole Bill Cosby thing that probably more than likely didn't get a quarter of attention that the whole Bill Cosby thing did. And I just I don't know. I just want to see what y'all thoughts are on this because this is pretty interesting. So James Franco agreed to a $2.2 million settlement to a lawsuit alleging his school cohort uh, students into performing explicit sex acts on camera. That's one of them. Like I said, there's like four. Uh, LAPD confiscated a bunch of fireworks and then the bomb squad detonated those fireworks in a black neighborhood. At this, uh, on the same day, Robin Hood is paying seventy million dollars for outages, misleading customers. The largest FINRA penalty. They were misleading customers and outages. Uh, and Chloe from Smallville. I've never watched Smallville before, but she got three years in prison for kidnapping her children and forcing them to be sex slaves. What are you asking about? I thought you were asking one at a time. What, what? what was that? I thought okay, you were going to ask this one at a time. No, yeah. no, I was just, I was just saying them all real quick, just to say, like, what do y'all think about all these other breaking stories that also okay. went on at the same time that are just as nasty? So real quick, um, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna do like one line per thing because that's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, yeah, it is, it is. That's all I just you know, want to summarize it all up real quick. No, you're good. So the James Franco one, um, the 2.2 million settlement for um, his lawsuit alleging his school course students. Um, into performing explicit sex acts. Sorry, that's important. Um, I feel like that's wild as fuck. And then I had to obviously ask y'all um, what that all meant. And y'all were saying that he like taught at the school, um, like taught acting, and they were basically making these kids do like actual like sexual acts um, for the acting. And I'm just like, yeah, I definitely think that there's always going to be uh, a long a line drawn like um especially for anyone who's under the age of 18 and non-consensual adults you know um I think that there's probably stuff like that that goes on in bigger like acting schools and things like that so maybe that's why he thought it was okay I don't agree with it um but that's some wild ass shit and the fact that they only had to do a settlement and no one really got in trouble I mean, I guess, like, they probably couldn't, like, pin it to one specific, or, you know, like, a group of people so that they can go to jail, but, um, I, yeah. I need to check this, but I don't think it was a, like, like, high school. Do, do y'all know about that? Like, I don't think it was, like, kids. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been I mean, a lot worse. I think um, the outrage would have been way worse, so it was probably with college, or at least a, you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. School. At the I, I think what it is, is, like, it's, um... It's a misuse of power, you know, like, yeah, this is this is what, you know, I mean, it's about the same as, you know, using your power to to basically have sex with somebody. I mean, like these people are um, looking up to him like they think, OK, you know, do what James Franco likes. Maybe he'll, you know, request me for a movie or something, you know, like these are, uh-huh. you know, people that are like struggling actors or whatever, they want to get into the business. So they're going to listen to him. And, you know, especially given his position of authority, it's no different than like uh, a teacher, you know, coming on to a student, you know, like anyways. Uh, but I think the reason you're seeing that stuff, um, that uh-huh. settlement there is because I don't know if it was like a, you know, 
It was underage. Uh, I think it was also no. I don't. I don't if it was underage, he'd really be in trouble. But I think for the most part, I think it was a um like a civil case as well. Okay. Um, so I got some information on it here. If y'all want to hear it out, right? go for it. Yes, please. Uh, he's agreed to settle. Agreed to settle a legal case, uh, which accused him of sexual misconduct by paying two point two million. The lawsuit was filed by Sarah Tether Kaplan and Tony Gal. Two former students at the 127 Hours Actors, now defuncted acting school. So, yeah, he, it was his own acting school studio for mm-hmm. News of the settlement was reported in February this year, but the details of the deal were released just recently. Oh, okay, so this had been happening. This had done got resolved in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, court filings made public say Franco denies the allegations. And once the deal gets approved by the judge, both parties, defendants and plaintiffs, would release a joint statement saying the same. There are some non-economical terms in the settlement that have not been made in public. Franco's production firm and business partner and business partners were also defendants. Okay. So yeah, just being a scumbag, basically. Mm-hmm. All right. What else we got? What, what was the other one? Uh, the LAPD co- uh, confiscated the fireworks, and then. Bomb squad detonated them in the black neighborhood. Uh, my thing is, is like, if you confiscate something, like, if that's oh, supposed to go into evidence, yeah, isn't that supposed to go yeah. just go to evidence? Like, you don't do anything with it. Like, why the bo- why would the bomb squad detonate them? That makes no fucking. sense. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know if that's and the whole story. This might not be real, but um, it's from the L.A. Times. Yeah, uh, and, and I mean, it's like okay, okay. I don't know. Maybe well, it is, in- but I mean, like, are they just having a good time, or like, because I mean, it sounds like, n- not saying that that's good, you know, like, but I mean, like, why are they popping fireworks at work? That's what I'm saying. Okay, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me read you the um, the original post, which says unexpected explosion as the bomb squad tried to detonate homemade explosive in South L explosives in South LA. People injured, cars destroyed, windows shattered. It's chaos out here right now. So in my my head, reading that is that someone actually built an explosive and they were trying to do something during the time that um, like everybody yeah, was doing wasn't the Fourth of July stuff. Or, yeah, or they like were making. Fireworks. I was gonna say, or they were making homemade fireworks, and it was it, they put too much of something, and and it became like bad, you know, like bomb like. That's my only two thoughts on that. And I don't think authorities are trying to determine exactly when or when LAPD bomb squad attempted to safely detonate explosive device that had been seized from a South LA home with about 5,000 pounds of illegal fireworks. This was meant to be a carefully controlled detonation ended up casting debris across several residential blocks, blasting out windows, smashed parked cars and sending elderly residents and officers to the hospital. Okay, so it sounds like they were trying to. So they they had confiscated something that was dangerous, and they were basically trying to safely detonate it, and it was much bigger than they thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it just so happened to be in in a brown or black neighborhood. Well, that may have been where is, they confiscated. Is this a dumb question to be like, when it's something like that, why not just put some water onto like the sulfur shit so that it can't. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know. Where guys lying and be like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. Do that was just... well, I mean, also that 
just just to go back to it, like we were super sensitive about how that that topic was phrased. Like that's yeah. obviously clickbait. Because now looking at the facts, or at least looking reading more about the story, like it doesn't sound like they were anywhere in the wrong in this case. Like I, it made it sound like they found some some explosives, took it over to the black neighborhood, and yeah. blew them up. <laughs> like, yeah. That's how it sounded. No, but they did just so happenly to be doing that in a black or brown neighborhood. Is that where they confiscated it? Yeah. Yes. Then that's what they're supposed to do. Jordan, no, there's I'm, no other I'm, place to do it. Other what do you mean? I'm, like you don't? You're gonna take it to another neighborhood? Bomb. Yeah, you can't. You like can't, you don't like, move, move it. A like, bomb. Now they're putting their lives in danger while they're they're trying to transport it. I told you it was 32,000 pounds of fireworks in his backyard that they had found. It said on Saturday, federal agent had uh, federal agents had identified and arrested Arturo Seja the third on suspension of illegal transporting of explosives, including homemade fireworks. Officials yeah. say the U.S. Bureau of ATF and explosions had determined that he had 32,000 pounds of it in his backyard. Yeah, right. I mean, so, I'm, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm critical the of the cops too, but it, this doesn't yeah. sound like there's anything wrong here. I'm still on the side of Jordan too, because like the, the Twitter account that re, er, like posted that is the People's City Council of Los Angeles. Like, it's clearly someone who is like, uh, like very passionate about making sure that um, black and brown people aren't, you know, like being taken advantage of and their neighborhoods not being destroyed at, i.e. like what happened here. But I mean, I think that they, they got a little too wrapped up in their cause to actually see what, what actually happened because to me, it seems like, the bomb squad like la bomb squad should not be like just like cut free for this like you know they fucking or or really i think the the more weight is gonna fall on the person whose house that they made the bomb and everything like that like yeah that's that's the person that's in the wrong because like otherwise you don't have this situation at all like you have that much illegal that much illegal fireworks in one area like Let's say the the police aren't involved at all. This person probably would have tried to set the stuff off and probably would have harmed people as well, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Jay, how do you think that should have been handled? I don't know. Police are there to protect and serve, and now 49 people have been placed in hotel rooms and houses are unable to be lived in. I mean, I feel like this could have, they could have took care of it in a different place somewhere else. Uh, they have millions and millions of dollars, or they have probably billions of dollars of resources. I think they can find somewhere else than a, a pretty heavy colored populated area to take I, care I of think, it. I, I think, think that's the, you the goal not was for it account. not to blow up. Yeah, I think that's you not taking into account, like, how bombs work and, like, the fact that you, they're, they're not really trained to transport them anywhere. No, like it's supposed yeah. to be they 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 have to detonate like, it or, or they have to try to deactivate it. Right, they space. deactivate it so it doesn't blow up. I think that was the goal there. It just so happened that it they found it in a neighborhood that just so happened to be a black and brown neighborhood. Now you have to try to get rid of it so that people don't get hurt. You know, and it just so happens that I mean it's probably it's coincidence. Like I'm sure this happens all over all the time, especially during this time of year. And it's very unfortunate it happened, but I don't think this was malicious 
or <laughs> at the very I don't even think it was them being like like incompetent. Like I'm I'm very I'm, we're critical of the police when they're doing stuff that they're not supposed to be doing. But this sounds like they were doing their job and things blow up. I mean, the, the people that were probably trying to like um you know safely defuse the bomb probably got hurt themselves. It, it probably is coincidence, but it just feels so dirty. That's all. Yeah. I mean, that's just from us not trusting them. But I it, mean, it's packaged. It's packaged very dirty. Yeah. I get well, it, but I, I also I don't like the clickbait of us they knowing how sensitive we are to this stuff, and then using headlines in which we're gonna ar- already get upset about it. You know. Right. Yeah. Like using our own emotions against us. Right. Using our emotions against us just just so that we can get wrapped up in a story, but it's like. Give us the actual information, like, and let us, you know, make our decision based on it. Don't try to sway us. Oh, they they blew some stuff up in this black community, and now we're all getting upset about it. And then we realize because that's what all of us did, you know. And then we read more about it. We're listening more about it, and it's like, oh snap! Like, this is very routine, and you know, it just so happened that a lot of people got hurt from it. But it, this stuff never should have been gathered together. It shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. In the first place. You know, somebody did something criminal. It's Antifa's fault. What can we say? <laughs> All right. What else you got? Let's, let's go and wrap um, it up. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, the Robin Hood thing, they have to pay 70, 70 million. Um, hell yeah, because even during that time, that, um, uh, what was it that? Um, the AMC. They weren't trying to do payouts and stuff like that. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um, AMC GameStop stocks and all that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what happened here? Like their their servers went down, so it was, people weren't getting up to date information or what? No, they were misleading. Like they were like, um, I guess the outages did were part of the servers going down, but yeah, basically they it weren't. Was, it was seventy million altogether. 57 order to the stock trading app uh, to pay $13 million in restitutions to thousands of clients. Yeah, it, so sounds, like, it sounds like because their stuff went down that people yeah. had not up-to-date information, so they were they were trading. Yeah, because when the GameStop wasn't current. Well, yeah, when that GameStop and AMC stock was going crazy, they said, oh, it's no longer, you know, we're down. <laughs> you can't do no trading. We're done. <laughs> We can't. We can't do nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's mm-hmm. the whole misleading thing situation. Well, as they should, seventy million is probably not even a, enough. Yeah, and and like you said, fifty-seven of it is is fine money. It's only thirteen millions. That's thirteen million that's going to client. Yeah, yeah. So what is the okay? The fifty-seven million is a fine. Where yeah. do they pay that, and why does it matter? FINRA penalty. That's what it says. Apparently, that's stupid. What's the FINRA? I bet you they have enough money. The rich, <laughs> the rich get richer. Yeah. Okay. The Chloe from Smallville gets the three years in prisons for kidnapping children and forcing them to be sex slaves. That's some fucking wild shit. The fact that she only got three years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the big story there. Three years. Apparently. Gosh. That's nothing. That's a slap on the wrist, don't you think? Like, yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty sure slavery is illegal. Uh, hold on, yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Allison Mack, the Smallville actress, became key member, blah, 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 blah. She was sentenced Wednesday in the Brooklyn federal court to three years in prison and a $20,000 fine, a thousand uh, hours of community service. She pled guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy charges relating to involvement in the sex trafficking ring that was a part of the Albany, New York-based group. Big nasty. That is so fucking nasty. Ugh, I don't know. I, You know me. I uh, don't even like kids like on a regular basis. So the she idea was... of sexual acts with kids. Oh. But... That's gross. Mm-hmm. But another example. People... Using their power and authority to take advantage of people. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool at all, bro. <laughs> Using your own kids, bro. That's sick. Ah! Nasty award. A nasty award goes there. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, a straight to hell award? We haven't done a straight to hell award in a long time. I, I think that works for her. Okay, Jordan, pass me one of those trophies over there. Here you go, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Connie. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Uh, what, what, what's her name again? What's his uh, uh, chick's name? Allison Mack. Allison Mack, you are a recipient of the most recent Straight to Hell Award from Perfect Voices Podcast. Congratulations. Speech, 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 speech. You deserve it. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Start playing the future in the background. <laughs> Bro, but like, you for real, what the hell? Mm. So you're well, on top we'll be giving out voice. more of those awards. Yeah, I was just gonna say we'll be giving out more of those awards throughout the year. In, we just in the future, you know, we forget. And if someone you know you know deserves one, let us know. Hit us up on the Instagram page, on the IGZ. Uh, there were some wild boys in the uh, in the news this week. Ray J got a new bay. <laughs> Did y'all see Ray J's new girlfriend? Oh my God, Wendy Williams. <laughs> Did you see her legs in that fucking picture? I was like, whoa, she's so old. Ray J, like we said a couple of weeks ago on this podcast, Ray J has literally been part of everything since the inception of hip hop. And he has now ventured into a whole new lane as he is now cuffed up with Wendy Williams, apparently. I don't even know if they're actually a couple or anything, but there was pictures of them out having a stroll in the town. And my man, he was with this girl proud, proudly. That's crazy. <laughs> Very crazy. Uh, you know, I like you know I like too many artists because all of my favorite artists be beefing with each other, and now we got another one, Lil Uzi versus Saint John. I like both of these people's music a lot. Yes, sir. The the simulation is broke because Lil Uzi is now the hardest gangster rapper <laughs> in the whole I'm industry. <laughs> man, uh, man saw St. John talking to his old girl. Uh, what's her name? Brittany? Brittany Bird? Yes. Uh, he saw her talking to Brittany Bird and he hopped out with the with the burner. Allegedly. 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 Right. Hopped out with the burner and uh, pointed it at her and him. I believe, and they got into a little kerfuffle, if you will. This is all alleged, though, of course. Uzi didn't do it. I don't believe he did it. I mean, even if he did do it, he still was out um, 
you know, doing the fucking windmill at this Fourth of July party yesterday. <laughs> he was out break dancing <laughs> at uh, Diddy's, uh, or no, Jay Z's Fourth uh, of July brunch last party. While mm-hmm. apparently Meek Mill and James Harden were having a tickle fight behind him. Yeah, right. I saw that. <laughs> What's crazy is that Lil Uzi is just always like. He's always into something surprising. Like he's just, I don't know. But do we really I've been know this how for old? A while. Like he's always talking about how much he loves JT, but I think he's overcompensating because he he misses his oh, old definitely. girl. Definitely. Like because he's he's still like sliding in her DMs, and then he's getting mad when she's apparently it wasn't even like a date she was on with Say John. They were like just talking about some oh, something. <laughs> yeah, business and business and something. You and know, then she so got like, shot, bro. It, it sounds like super insecure like so very, very small dick energy he's giving off right now hey man you're my girl you're my girl okay whether you still know it or you don't know you're my girl okay? <laughs> oh my god nobody talks to these dudes out Toxic. here because you're fine. Bo- book of future you're uh, chapter you. five huh book of future chapter five yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally he's still claiming sierra out here in these streets he's like uh-huh. one day i'm gonna get yeah. it back we're gonna work it out in like 10 years even if you're with somebody else, you're still mine. That's that's all. That's that's what it is. Don't we talk to these dudes? Are you you're Wait, still isn't that um? What song is that? Yeah, you're mine still. Yeah, yeah. Drink, yeah drinking yeah. in the Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Cause you're mine still. Uh, a movie star, Machine Gun Kelly, as a troubled musician. Good news will change its title after criticism from Mac Miller's brother. So, um. Uh, MGK, as I believe that was his little nickname too, as well. Yeah, uh, is uh, caused some backlash from Mac Miller's brother, of course, uh, calling it good news. One of his tracks, um, it's supposed to be a movie about him, about not it's not about Mac Miller, but like stories like Mac Miller and Little Peep and other uh, artists we lost too soon due to uh drug abuse and stuff like that. That's what it's supposed to be about, apparently. And the brother didn't like that. So, apparently he's going to change it. And it's a movie coming out about him, you know, troubled musician and stuff like that. So, I don't know if it's going to be interesting. I may not want to watch it. If the family don't like it, I'm not going to watch it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably never get around to watching it either. I don't really watch documentaries or, like, documentary-esque movies. Yeah, no. Uh, and and without us even announcing, yes, this is our short topics. If we're gonna get up out of here, Louisiana women and families won't have to pay sales tax on diapers, tampons, and other feminine hygiene products under a new bill. Shout out to Louisiana for getting something right. That's pretty cool. Shit, we already been like should not have been paying on some shit. Texas has a new beef with Tennessee. Did y'all hear about this? (laughs) Yeah, tell us. The largest Bucky's is no longer in Texas. Tennessee now has the largest store, which is seventy-four thousand square feet. God, it's a Walmart. Yeah. So, um, hey, man, we have how many employees do you think they have? Seventy-four (laughs) thousand. At least seventy-four hundred. Yeah, right. No, I mean, what what what's gonna run that? Like a good two hundred. Two hundred? God damn! Yeah. Texas don't like losing, man. 
they they got they got another Bucky's like getting built right now, probably. Yeah, yeah, that that that's a hundred <laughs> hundred thousand square feet. <laughs> They're gonna turn the old Texas Stadium into it. Hey, if Bucky's was the last job op- option, would you work there? Yep. Yeah, cool. I worked there before a lot of other places. They be paying low key. I mean, it's not super high, but like you're not doing shit. Like, when, think about when you go to a Bucky's. They don't do like over the top service or anything like that. It's just like. They get you in, they get you out. I mean, they got so many people working there. I feel like you would have one thing that you do. You do that. Um, They're made from God, okay? Bathrooms are clean. People's, I mean, you don't see, like, messes there and nothing like that. So, I mean, I feel like because there's so many employees, it's probably easy to, like, keep everything in order. Yeah. They they bank on all the the behind-the-scenes stuff that you don't know. That's what it is. Like what? What do you mean? Like, 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 cause just like y'all said, like, there's no messes or nothing. Like, nothing looks crazy when you do theirs because they take care of all the behind, all the behind the scenes stuff is getting taken care of first. You know? Are you saying that they they, they, they uh, ain't got to get re- a storefront? They they ain't got to get ready when they stay ready. Basically, true. Prepared. Be I feel prepared. like you were. I feel like you were insinuating that Bucky's got shit coming through the back, and they're also sex trafficking kids. No, Arby's is because they got the meats. <laughs> that's how they stay in business mm-hmm. that and the 10 white folks in trucks that come through the line mm-hmm. <laughs> what he ordered $10,000 worth of roast beef what that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy well, he said our sales quota, quota for the month <laughs> yeah <laughs> would you know <laughs> how much do you think an Arby's actually sells like a day I have no idea. I literally have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. You're talking about business-wise, the whole business? Yeah, like, okay, so uh, RB store, the one that is on on Valley Mills, how much do you think that they sell per day? Like, a thousand? <laughs> Yo, you would think, all right, so people are always talking down on Arby's, which I don't mind Arby's. It's just super expensive. But that Arby's been there forever. I wouldn't oh, know. God. Don't nobody go down that way. <laughs> like that's the end of the 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 road. That's the end of Valley Mills. No, yeah. it's really the mid. Here. It's really the mid. It's midway. It's midway. Yeah. Is it? Like, things, I don't, like, I don't ever go past that. Go past that. You do because you go to Paparolos. Paparolos is right there. I hate Paparolos. Oh yeah, I because it's you know I hate Paparolos. <laughs> Let's not say it out loud. I don't want to mess up my. <laughs> I don't want to mess up my political connects. <laughs> yeah, anybody that's in Waco, y'all know Paparolos is overrated. It's not overrated, and they're racist. Yeah, oh, it is, bro. There it goes. <laughs> I was gonna say, but never mind. Cats uh, out the back. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who, but I have some friends that work there that says that they can never pass a fucking inspection. So I don't know how they stay mm. open, but overrated, whatever. racist, and they got roaches. <laughs> Rats, bro, the big ones. Well, I was gonna say it, but you know, <laughs> guess no, we're in the sponsorship. Roaches sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> We can go ahead and X that par- uh, partnership up. <laughs> Don't want it no way. I can't pretend it. <laughs> All money ain't good money. That's right, George. They racist. They racist as hell. I had to give our, ourselves our own menus one time. Oh, no. Yeah. Eat a Peter Piper's, y'all. Pizza, the... Eat P- Peter Piper's better pizza. Or go to Shorty's uh, Pizza Shack. Yes, go. go to Shorty's. And Shorty's bro, they actually make good-ass wings. Like People are always like, pizza wings yes, are trash. Like, no. 
Shorty's wings are fucking busting. Yeah, they are busting. Big busting. That's a Bentley Ben Taker. California hate crimes against black people have increased by 31% in 2020. What? Yeah. Someone said California is what y'all think Mississippi is. And I just want to point out that uh, what what what's the color for Democrat? Blue? Yeah. Yeah, blue state races too. Don't let <laughs> I'm a Democrat. Yeah, okay. All right, buddy. But that's like what me and uh, Jordan were saying though, is like you those people are voting Democrat because it serves a purpose for them. That doesn't mean that they're not racist. We know that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, yeah, let's use it for both sides. I mean, and then I think we, we tend to paint people that vote red racist and that doesn't make them racist either, you know? Like, every, like let, let's just set this straight. Majority on both sides are white. Um, and just because they vote a certain color doesn't necessarily mean they like you. So vote your own interests. Vote your own interests and don't worry about, you know, you know, basically, like, do who's what's going to do best for you. Because there's nobody looking out for you, except for you. I think for me, okay, first of all, uh, the majority on both sides that vote are white because people of color don't vote. Um, And now that we're getting to the point, yeah, now that we're getting to the point of more colored people voting, um, I feel like a lot get ridiculed for being on the side of red um, or, you know, they're on the side of blue only because that's uh, what they're taught. And in my opinion, I feel like I've never found a justifiable reason to vote red, and that's just me. But also, I don't know what y'all finances looking like. I mean, even though, like I said earlier, a lot of y'all fucking broke, so <laughs> broke boys. Red's not, red's not doing shit for you in a grand scale. Maybe in your local elections, but again, like I said, most of these people that are in your local elections will run as nonpartisan because it doesn't fucking matter if you're red or blue locally. They need to be sitting here telling you, hey, I give a fuck about your kids' education and this is what I plan to do about it. And that's what you need to be worried about. Who gives a fuck if he's a Democrat or a Republican? But um in the general, my, like yeah. I the mean way my, I the way my check begin tax, I understand Republicans hundred percent. It's different. No, yes, but like your your check is not gonna be taxed any different if you kept voting red, bro. Like here, no way. Texas, Texas is always gonna have the the taxes that it has, especially because of how big the state is, and because we don't pay a, a state tax. Yeah. Technically, technically, even though we pay state taxes all fucking year round, but um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just I don't think that there's a. a that makes sense to bring that specific topic into this issue like oh because the white people are, are blue then you know whatever no i mean everybody like jordan says most of the time it's because the only the white people are voting like to be mm-hmm. completely honest so but in this particular topic about the hate crimes i mean nobody likes black or brown people like that's the fucking issue and that's the biggest thing that we've been trying to speak about and bring awareness to for the past like genuinely like two years like and I'm really proud of the fact that like the momentum has not really slowed down even though it's obviously like it spikes whenever a tragedy happens but um in this particular thing I do have a question um like not to say this hasn't been reported on but this is the first time I'm hearing of this this stat 
Um, we seem to be more focused on Asian hate, which, of course, is a big deal, too. But why was that such a big – was it because that was, like, a new spike? Like, you know, like, may, is are we so used to black hate crimes that it didn't create a news kind, cycle? Kind of like I, we were talking about earlier. So. Both, two things are the same. You know, they, they can both be yes. I feel like, yes, sadly, the general public has gotten used to uh, black hate crimes. But secondly, I feel like the like we talked about, like the Asian spike was so big, mostly because of COVID and the yeah. kung fu comments, and you know, it, it seemed it seemed to be COVID uh, motivated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus this, which I don't know, could be Black Lives Matter motivated or yeah, whatever. But it's just so odd for like you to, I mean. And this may be what they just wanted us to believe, but, you know, it seemed like it was more of a, you know, people were being more racially sensitive and being trying to look out for these things and trying to take care of their fellow man type of thing. And then now it it sounds like, okay, hate crimes across the board are going up. And that's not good, you know, like, I mean, of course, that, that goes without saying, but that's. It's crazy. I didn't expect to hear a stat like that um, halfway yeah, through twenty twenty four. That's a huge spike. That, that I mean, especially in California, with as many people as that is, that's that's a crazy spike. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, I mean, I would love to see how many that is in general, but just for it to go up over. Now, is this going up over last year? Because maybe people weren't out. So, it well, went up. weren't out. The fact that it Does that make sense. So, if people weren't out, and <laughs> you know, it's going to go up. You know, across the board, hate crimes all, all over the place. But I would like to see, as compared to like 2019, you know, when everybody, when everything was seemingly normal, is it about the same or way higher? You know, because if it's higher than 2019, you know, let's say it's 30 percent over 2019 too. You know, that's like okay, you know. Like, but I mean, I think all numbers are going to be down from 2020. It said a uh, stunning new report says hate crimes in California spiked during the pandemic, more than doubling against those in the Asian community and nearly twice pre-pandemic levels for black Ooh, residents. See, see, that was what I was curious about. That's it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, surrounded by citizen secretary, uh, security um, volunteers. Attorney General Ron uh, Bonta stood in the heart of Oakland's Chinatown to announce that hate crimes in California are at their highest levels in more than a decade. Wow, California wilding. Trying to catch up to Florida. (laughs) Um, um, Let me see. Uh, Hate crimes versus Asian community up to 107% in 2020. Hate crimes against black community up to 87%. 87% of what? Of all hate crimes or what? Yeah. They're uh, their highest record level in a decade. Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2020. Well, I say we should close this out with uh, Do Better, America. Do Better. Yeah, do better. Let's do better. We were talking about sales tax for a little bit, and I wanted to, you know, shout out to the college athletes that are now going to be able to make money off of their likenesses and images. And yep, I've seen a lot of endorsements already. It's really cool. 
especially uh, Hershey Miller. Shout out to Master P for being a genius, as always. Uh, his He helped the son get a $2 million deal already with Web Apps America. He'll be a brand ambassador for the tech company uh, who's committed to supporting HBCU leaders. His son is at Tennessee State and HBCU as well. Gang. Big gang energy. Uh, other than that, uh, we had little music come out. Nothing too crazy. Go check out if you haven't heard it already by now. Brent Fires Drake Drake dropped the pro- uh, song with uh, Neptune's production. It's amazing. Yes, sir. What else can we say? Uh, Snow Allegra's coming out next week, so I'm gonna be crying. Uh, Literally. If, if uh, shout out to a young lady that I might send money to next week because you know it's Snow Allegra, and she might make me do it. Other than that, y'all got anything y'all want to say before we bounce? Episode 53, episode 53. Oh, speaking of music, shout out to Hot Boy West who got signed to 1017. Gucci Hell music. yeah. That Dang. shit was live. Pin Waco on the map. Hey, bro, Waco is bro. Waco got something, bro. We got Hot Boy West in the fold. And we got uh, uh, Waco Tron. Waco Tron goes hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, for real, though. Yeah, I'm not so. gonna lie. Jay put me on. Yeah, you know, it happens. If you if you're around me long enough, you're gonna get put onto a good artist sooner or later. Maybe five, maybe six. Who knows? Oh, we talked. I was just gonna say we talked about um, changing the national anthem, but we didn't even talk about them singing that shit in the Walmart. Oh God, the scariest sight ever online <laughs> this week. If y'all didn't see some random hillbilly. Walmart here in Texas started singing the national anthem in unison. In Hazlitt, Texas. Never even heard that. Hazlitt, Texas ain't got nothing but race crimes. That's all they got. That's the only story that they have is Walmart. (laughs) Oh shit. It's only 28 miles from where I'm at right now. Look at you. Oh shit. It's right next. They're coming. They're coming for stuff. If anything happens to Steph, y'all know what happened. Hazlitt, Texas happened. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. It's right off of 35, really. Like, well, I mean, it's a highway off of 35, yeah. Oh God. Stay safe, Steph. Stay safe. Maybe. Episode I'll share my location with y'all. Imperfect Voices Podcast. See y'all next week. Peace. All right. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening.